0: You have great tits. They're really beautiful. Thank you. I like nice tits. (laughs) I
1: always have. How about you? I like having nice tits. How do you like having them? What
0: do you mean? You know what I mean. I like having them in a nice dress, or a tight top. Mm.
1: You like to show them off.
0: I didn't like showing them off at the cheetah. Why not? I like looking at them there. Everybody liked looking at them there. Made me feel like a hooker.
1: You are a whore, darling.
0: No, I'm not. We all are. We take the cash, we cash the check, we show them what they want to see. Maybe you are a horror crystal, but I'm not. You and me, we're exactly alike. Mm -mm. I'll
1: never be like you.
0: Film Punch Podcast. This is the podcast where we watch a movie and then talk about it immediately afterwards. Today I'm your host Angela Shurshin, and I'm with
2: Isaac
3: Benson White Michael Martin and Dave Klingerman
0: Thanks. And today, we, today we're kicking off April as our So Good It's Bad month and of course we had to start with the ultimate cult classic and movie that ruined Elizabeth Berkeley's career Showgirls from 1995. <laughs> so I think we had a couple of people that this was the first time you saw this movie, so I just want to throw it out there. What were your initial thoughts?
3: A lot of nudity. I didn't expect that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I expected a cleaner film. Yeah. Uh, they just they threw a lot at us, and yeah. I wasn't ready for it. But yeah, um, this, this I is thought Showgirls was about you know
2: showing people <laughs> around. I don't know. <laughs> like, like, I here's
3: some also... here's some girls enjoy. No, yeah, exactly. I didn't
1: expect it to be what it was. It's
2: quite <laughs> pornographic.
1: Mm-hmm. this was also the movie that tanked the NC-17 rating like it made it toxic for movies at least in cinema in mainstream cinema Yeah, um, really? yeah. It, after this was made they decided that because Showgirls had the NC-17 rating that because it was associated with that movie they wanted nothing to do with it or anything <laughs> else I mean <laughs> you're I don't blame them, blame them. <laughs> I
2: don't blame them because it was, it was a stinker
0: Well, that's actually a good point about the NC-17 rating I mean, this was made in 95 So I understand why it got that rating But Mm -hmm. I feel like it wasn't that graphic to determine Like, do you think it would have gotten an NC-17 rating If this movie was made today?
3: I think so Yeah Those were a lot of (laughs) gazunkas
2: Well, and I don't think it was just the breast It was like, the, like Even though they didn't, like, directly show sex Like, they didn't do what a lot of Hollywood movies do Where it's like you like you know they they fall out of frame and then the lights go down and then you come up after like they like you know they hovered they 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 had quite <laughs> a bit of like moaning and shit you know there was the dolphin <laughs> they literally stuff. flopped around yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, floppy yeah, sex man. I don't know it just <laughs> it like that, sex. that <laughs> to me is more it, it like more graphic than just like look breasts it's like like watching people like have have sex especially the way they were having sex which is in very pornographic not realistic and and for the
0: record the dolphin flopping was the pool orgasm oh right yes (laughs) Yes. to be clear
3: I've only flopped like that a couple of times it was not very believable (laughs) I think they could have done without it (laughs) (laughs) right.
0: so well um so I guess with this movie really do you think there were any redeeming factors at all
3: ugh
0: (laughs) (laughs) silence is not good (laughs)
3: It made me appreciate the goodness in people that wasn't in that movie.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm. I I it it made me think not like ooh deeper stuff, but more like it it like who was this for? Like what was the director yeah. like thinking? I
1: was I was thinking a lot of that while I was watching this too. What what were the motivations behind some of these scenes? And yeah, why did that happen? Why did why did that happen? Like I, I one of it, you said. Like, um, after, I forget which scene it was, I was like, why did that happen? And someone said, I think it was Isaac, said, yeah, that's, I said that after every scene. Oh, that was you. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, was yeah, my, that was yeah. Me. Uh-huh. yeah, I knew somebody said it. Yeah,
3: <laughs> It's for people who like porn, but also like as the world turns. <laughs> I feel like that's, that's been pretty it's pretty accurate. That's yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly right. Because what yeah. blew my mind was that like, the, as much as the movie was 131 minutes for no reason, there was also the aspect of they felt like they didn't have enough time to like get people's you know moods to make sense so we all just <laughs> up and down ridiculousness. yeah and they, that's what killed they, it as much as they definitely
0: tried to put something like put a cohesive film together because you know the big scene where she pushes her uh you know pushes the star down the steps they actually foreshadowed that twice um they what was it it's like oh yeah watch you're gonna be running up this these stairs six yeah times a they day. Said that. watch mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. um the other girl throwing the beads on uh, mm-hmm. to the other girl and by the way that girl that she knocked out was the understudy so
2: uh, yeah well they they did like a lot of for as much as the as pornographic as it was they did a lot of like kind of, I mean, very ham-handed and clunky, but they did a lot of, like, callbacks, like, you know, like a lot of films do, where, like, they, they have a line early on, and then they bring it back later, mm-hmm. and that somebody says it again. And, um,
0: yeah, which is not a staple saying. of
2: porn, for example, you know? <laughs> uh, so it actually has, uh, yeah, it, like, tried, it tried to have a, a story, which, that was what was confusing to me. It was, it was like, okay, this is, yeah, it's not just, like, titillation. It's like, there's supposed to be a story here, too, but <laughs> it just wasn't very good. I don't know. Bless them for trying,
3: though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I guess, you know, with this, like, so bad, it's good. So, I mean, I guess we've talked a little bit about why this movie's bad, but what makes this movie good?
3: I think it was so bad that it made me just want to just try to figure out, even though nothing was helping me, what the hell was going on. Mm. I tried to make sense of it myself, and so that kind of kept me evolved, of like, Okay, that insanely dramatic thing happened. Now this insanely dramatic thing happened that wasn't related to it. Is it going to later? Or is this entire movie just bad shit? Like, I just was trying to like solve a mystery that no one was helping me with. That's
1: kind of what kept me in. Yeah, I was I was trying to look at it from a satirical point of view because I mean it is Paul Verhoeven who brought us RoboCop and Starship Troopers, which are very satirical. And all I could think of was, I guess he's trying to relate it to like Broadway or something. Because the, these women are so—I mean, they're—they're just—they're not—they're not, they're not telling—they're not getting up on stage to tell a story or anything. Right. They're really just flopping around, literally, mm-hmm. <laughs> topless. Yep. Right. And, and then every man in the movie is a chauvinistic asshole. Right. Yeah. But they're—they're they're taking it way more seriously than it really seems like they should be.
2: It didn't feel satirical to me. Like no. there were one or two moments where I was like. That was the weirdest line Like yeah. that was A weird thing to say But it didn't feel like I mean if it was satire It was terrible satire Where no, it, like It was not it, very This was good. definitely
0: Not meant to be satire Yeah It yeah. just it didn't, didn't have that Loaded
3: weapon like one Feel to me <laughs> Like that scene With the uh, guy from in the cheetah club And he's like uh, It's nice to see you again It must be nice To have no one Come oh. on you
0: You take care kid.
2: Must be weird not having anybody come on you. Yeah, yeah. Like he said
3: it in like a sentimental way that just made me wonder what I'm doing with my Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was very bizarre. Very I mean,
0: bizarre. You you think when they like wrote that line and when he like said that line, like was it meant to be serious or? Yeah, I mean that's crazy. Yeah. He just
3: said it with a sincerity that didn't accompany that line. Before. And and the Versace
1: joke? Yeah. That they did five times? Yeah. Yeah, that was...
0: <laughs> Their attempt at humor wasn't even that funny. No.
3: Right.
1: Like, she said it in the room, and, like, no one laughed.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. I, I, I thought, I mean, I thought it maybe, like, they couldn't afford to say the word Versace, <laughs> so they just gave it a knockoff name for the film, but then it ended up being a joke, and they dragged it out, and then mm-hmm. just... Or yep.
0: what about them, like, the them connecting over eating dog food? Like, <laughs> right. what was that? <laughs> over oh, champagne
3: that they threw at each other
0: worse than dog food. (laughs) It is. I've
1: had dog food. You have? Mm Mm-hmm. Long time ago. Doggy chow. I used to love doggy chow.
0: (laughs) I used to love doggy chow, too. Right, yeah. (laughs) What what was the (laughs) purpose behind that?
1: I. I that, that whole dynamic between her and Gina Gershon made absolutely no sense. The sponsor mm-hmm. of the movie was Iams. So I think maybe
2: they were just trying to honor her side. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go.
0: You know, there was actually a lot of like, I mean, okay, not A-list celebrities, but there were a lot of like well-known actors in yeah. there. So, I guess I find that interesting. I mean, we know this tainted Elizabeth Berkeley's career, but. The other ones seem to be at least okay, from what I can tell. Well, and
2: I think that's what is interesting about it, to me, is, like, I knew that it was going to be a campy movie, but it didn't have... It has better production value than a decent amount of campy movies, just it, like, visually, like... I mean, not like, wow, the cinematography is amazing, but it looks cleaner Mm -hmm. than, you know, a lot of camp. CGI is incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, there was fire and stuff, and you couldn't see, you know, a guy, you know, like... More gasoline at all. And like the, the scene
1: where the one woman like went up into the, the yeah. top of the stage, like huh? you said, you couldn't see the wires. Yeah,
2: it was like <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah. There were no
1: like boom mic shots. Yep. Well, uh-huh. Yep. Yep.
0: I think I told you guys earlier, so this movie does get shown on basic cable every now and then, and they to get you know as we know there's so much nudity and so so many boobs in this movie that they don't even try to edit around it so what they actually do is they'll draw on like bikini tops on them mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's the oddest thing to say yeah. in some respects i think the basic cable version may be better than the actual <laughs> version
1: <laughs> that, that does
3: sound a little more entertaining <laughs> yeah. Next Sunday on this podcast. Because, I mean, yeah. it,
0: it essentially looks like they're wearing bras without, like, underwires, So it's like their boobs are still <laughs> flopping all around. I really <laughs> wish it was, like,
3: MS Payton. Like, they just quickly drew it out. Yeah. <laughs> it,
0: it's, it's actually only a step or two above that. That's I'm fantastic. not even joking.
3: That's funny. I like that Kyle that was in this. I just realized that he's the mayor from Portlandia.
0: Yes, he, and he is. is huh. And he was also in Sex in the City. Right. Huh.
1: The, the guy who played Crystals.
0: Yeah, the, yeah. the, the director was, of the entertainment. He was also
1: yeah. the the agent in Twin Peaks,
0: mm-hmm. like the oh. main character in Twin. He was Peaks. the main character.
1: In Twin yeah. Peaks? I think what? I think he was the main character. I don't know. <laughs> Are you sure? He, the anyway. agent guy. I, I don't know. Might that, I might double check that because I thought
2: Twin he looked. Peaks. I thought he looked a little different than the Twin Peaks guy, but maybe no, I don't know. No, I looked it up it's the same. Oh, you looked it up? Yeah, like for sure. Just to make sure,
1: because I was pretty sure, but I looked it up. Yeah, it's, it's the, the same guy. Does a lot of weird stuff. Yes.
0: So I mean he still has solid work So it's Definitely. kind of I mean he was one half of that pool scene So it, it's interesting to see how This negatively impacted Elizabeth Berkeley, But he still had a career afterwards
1: Yeah it yeah. seems like everybody With the exception of Elizabeth Berkeley, Still went on to do like other things Gene Paul still making Shitty movies <laughs> <laughs> And what is Berkeley doing? Do any of us know?
0: She's. It seems like she's been doing some solid TV work uh, She did First Wives Club after this Where she was oh. one of the second wives um, She did a Lifetime movie Where she played a teacher That was getting seduced by her student Oh no
3: <laughs> Did she flop around in that? Yeah, I was going to say like, uh. um,
0: I'm trying to think if there was a pool scene in that yeah. no. <laughs> I
3: bet that was in a writer not to have a pool
2: scene yeah. It was a kiddie pool scene. Oh <laughs> God! Sorry, that was oh. disgusting. Ooh. Can we edit that out? <laughs> I need to leave. I'm right sorry.
0: I have to. Yeah. So was it? There was. Yeah. I feel like there were so many random characters, like the dancer guy that she like had a semi affair with. That he wrote the number to you, her, like for her. I don't even know what his purpose was in the movie. James. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, to stalk, and to show us that stalking's fine. You oh, eventually right. get, well, it get like the girl on a news if you stalk.
2: It seemed like to, like, okay, here's here's how I think this film was formed, is the director, was it Peter? Peter Verhoeven. Verhoeven. Um, was like, hey, I want to make a movie where we just see boobs, like, the entire time, <laughs> and, like, these two girls make out, and, you know, like, I, I want to see all this stuff, and they're like, Wait! But we have to have a plot around it. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they took elements and so they were like, okay, we have to have a scene where two characters bond. Let's have them talking about, I don't know, dog food. Sure. <laughs> and then then they'll be like, uh, you know, hey, we need another subplot here. Let's, uh, we need a black guy. Let's bring a black guy into this and, you know, uh, he'll be in love with her for some reason. You know. And I don't know, it just, it felt really like, like, tacked on. Like, I mean, like. There wasn't a, a, a clear purpose for it, other than like there's this other plot to follow. And like, I'll teach oh, you this dance move guy. that you will then make up yourself and teach me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and he
2: also seemed to be like, I'm a good dancer. I'm an authority on dancing. He repeatedly sort of emphasized that, but he was unemployed. And like, <laughs> right. he never seemed to have any dance when, background or And then training. when he
0: actually put on the show, the crowd was booing him. Yeah, it was like, and, you're right. terrible. I just so. can't imagine people in Vegas have that high of standards. Or at least the crowd he was performing to. He was to. not yeah.
1: doing anything different than anyone else throughout the whole film. No, just flash yeah. hands. And <laughs> jump
2: except around. though, except he was doing it, I noticed, at a club. And so I think they were just like, hey, we want to dance. We don't want to watch you guys dance. Well, you know what was the so.
0: problem was the girls weren't topless. That was the difference. Uh, there was, there uh, was, there not was not a there guy was. on
3: top stage. We can't have <laughs> that. Yeah, also, there's a guy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, that's they should have seen that coming. Mm.
0: <laughs> Got it. And what was it? So we had a couple of conspiracy theories throughout this. So James was a stalker, which he kind of was.
2: That's and not a conspiracy theory. That's no. not a conspiracy theory. Oh, <laughs> uh, <That> God.
0: <laughs> was... Nomi was a serial killer.
1: She kind of was. Because she had no past. <laughs> she beat up a rock star. And she, her, she deserved, deserved kill it kill very, much. very, very much. Dad, her dad kill killed, killed her mother or something like yeah, that. Right. Yeah,
0: that's what they said. The dad killed the mother and then the mother. Or no, and then the dad killed, killed I don't the mother. I think it was a
1: murder-suicide,
3: wasn't it? Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Huh. So she obviously comes from a background. There was nothing in the movie that led us to believe that she was literate. She didn't know her social security number and she couldn't read a menu. So <laughs> no. that's concerning. And uh, she
2: just. I, I like to me like the 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 thing that was most bothersome with her character was she just i mean, with a lot of the characters was just it was they're just so vapid and really like it's all about me and then when they don't get something their way they like throw a fit basically they're like they're like the guy throws a jacket at his boss and he or like throws the fries up in the air and stuff and it's just like i don't know like th- that kind of acting like children to me honestly trump's like You know, whether or not somebody's literate, you know, they had a rough history, I don't know, you know, I don't know the (laughs) on of their life, but if you're just going to be a shitty person and just like, ugh, I didn't get my way, you know, like, that to me is like, okay, I don't want to follow this person anymore, and yet we had to for 131 minutes.
1: That was almost every person, too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Paul Verhoeven also directed Basic Instinct, which sort of had that more serial killer Mm -hmm. female vibe to it, Mm -hmm. so... You know, like when she kicked the crap out of the rapist guy, mm-hmm. um, she had her switchblade with her, but she didn't actually use it other than in yeah. a threatening way. She just, kind of like, showed, showed it of, to him. Yeah, I expected her, like, you know, cut his penis off or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, something. So,
0: I mean, we, we obviously see her kicking the shit out of him, mm-hmm. and we see her going to the hospital and telling her friend that she kicked the shit out of him. But, you know, they didn't show, like, they showed him go on the ground, but we didn't see anything else. I mean, she did flee town after that. So possible? she may have
2: killed him. Did she
0: kill him?
3: Did it's possible. Him? We have stiletto. nothing to believe that he's alive or dead. We don't know. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, if she was wearing, like, really spiky stiletto heels. And she was
2: kicking him repeatedly yeah. in the head.
1: Yeah. That's she, true. She could have killed him. Yeah. We didn't see him before she did her last
3: several kicks mm-hmm. with those mm-hmm. stilettos, so. Mm-hmm. yeah, maybe Well, she seemed to, like,
2: do that, like, step away, like... You didn't, like, hear him go, like, oh, as she, like, got up or anything. True. And she seemed to sort of do that, like, step away where a lot of the, when they don't show, like, somebody getting killed, the the main character, who isn't, you know, maybe a serial killer or whatever, right. has that moment of, like, oh, I just killed someone. And, like, you know. She, like, smiled, yeah. didn't she?
3: Yeah, and she said he was <laughs> yeah. sleeping, which made me wonder, like, did she put him in the bed and make him look like he was sleeping? <laughs> Did she kill him and just kind of set him up to look like that to like give herself some time? I assume she just slept him on the floor. I'm
0: assuming that too. <laughs> yeah, I think she... But I don't know. My, I think she maybe, s- maybe. said he was sleeping you know, to the guards so they wouldn't disturb him. For that's what
3: right, I figured yes. but then after, after a while I was like, well, maybe she set him up to look like he was sleeping to buy herself more time. Maybe. If she did kill him, why not do that?
2: Maybe she Ferris bueller his room so that when the guards open the door, it would just you be would, like us. sit up in bed and say, like, Don't bother me, I'm sick. I'm not deceased. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All is well, I'm alive. See, that would have been a much better movie. Yeah. <laughs> and the then ch- then the, guards, yeah. uh, the security guards chase her through fields and houses and <laughs> yards. See, oh, now, geez. if this had been Elizabeth oh, uh, Berkeley's day off, I accidentally <laughs> killed this rapist who's famous. Maybe we should pretend like he's still alive in, like, Weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would have been a much better movie. Just hang out
3: in his hotel suite.
2: Jeez. Hey, guys, I'm yeah. fine. Oh, Jonathan Silverman, it's good to see you again.
1: Oh,
0: my God. So, I mean, this movie came out in 95, and, I mean, it's it's bad. Like, everyone knows it's bad, but it seems to have, like, an endearing quality, or it's, it's one of these... Cult movies that people love. So what what makes you think has made this movie endearing to people? Or why do you think people actually want to see this movie?
3: <laughs> uh, I think it's one of its kind. Let's put it that way. There is no movie with that much nudity and that much unnecessary drama I think on the, on the planet Earth. And I think...
2: Except porn maybe.
3: I'm, I don't think any
1: porn could be that dramatic.
3: I I'm, don't believe Yeah,
1: that. I'm pretty no. sure initially people wanted to see... Elizabeth Berkeley, not necessarily Elizabeth Berkeley topless, although that was probably part of it. Mm-hmm. But you know, they know her from as Jessie from *Stayed by the Bell*. And this was right after that, yeah.
2: And yeah, this so was it,
0: meant to be her move to right. like launch her adult career. Yeah. post yeah. *Stayed by the Bell*. And this was it,
2: supposed to be her like uh, uh, wrecking ball.
0: Yeah, I
3: guess it <laughs> <laughs> well, was a wreck. <laughs> so,
1: you know, like that first scene where she has the switchblade. That was right. I'm an adult now. I'm taking control of my oh, career yeah. and that was the beginning of of it just went downhill from there that's so.
3: what she thought that was <laughs> ironic
0: yeah. i mean i have to give kudos to her like her she's given interviews about this talking about how when she learned like the all the moves for this movie she felt was empowering and i mean she sure. did she did a, did a decent job and she had an awesome body like if I had that body I would do exactly the same thing including the serial killer parts like it took
3: took a lot of guts to do that and it took obviously she worked her tail off for this role Mm -hmm. you can't take that you can't take that away
1: there was a lot of choreography and quotes there was a lot of work
2: (laughs) I like that because you could hear the finger quotes even over the podcast and hear yourself using the finger quotes
3: it's not like she just cashed in the. you know it's like she phoned in the role so we gotta give her that yeah No one in that movie really phoned in their roles. They all tried very, very hard in a terrible script.
2: It just was like, yeah, it was a it was a crappy story that like yeah. I didn't like any of the characters, but they they weren't like you know it wasn't blasé. The, no, I they think, weren't like Anakin Skywalker.
1: I think you can kind of since we were talking about Wolf of Wall Street earlier, which is also a movie full of terrible characters, but it, I. I kind of enjoyed watching it. It was a well-made movie, whereas yeah. this was just a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Right. They had
3: nothing to work with. <laughs> no. And it wasn't for lack of talent. Like we said, that's a you know, right. pretty decent uh, starring cast. But mm-hmm. I wonder just... about... Oh, go ahead. No, okay. no, Just they had nothing to work with. Yeah. Just boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> wonder about
2: maybe, like, the reason it's a cult classic now is kind of this, the effects that it's had and, like, the story that goes about the release and of the film itself... So, like, not the film, like, nothing in this is like, oh my God, but like, more that it, like, uh, created or it had, had an influence on the NC 17 rating and that it tanked the career of Elizabeth Berkeley. And, you know,
0: but there's, that, even, like, there's even scenes in this that are, you know, cultural references, like her pushing the star down the, the stairs. Like, that's, you know, people will refer to that. Oh, really? um, later, yeah, I've, I mean, hmm. I've heard it used in like TV and movies, like pushing, you know, watch out for being pushed down the stairs, that sort I mean, of stuff. I've heard
2: that, but I don't know that that's original to this. Yeah, movie. I don't know if that's yeah. originated
1: there. Yeah. That mm-hmm. seems like kind of a, a, I guess, a cliched theme. Like mm-hmm. when you have a someone who's successful and the understudy, and you know, just being ambitious, mm-hmm. overly ambitious, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I think that was around before 1995.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, I, I can't think of the reference. I I thought I I've definitely heard like showgirls like oh like references. oh a specific Overly. reference yeah, to yeah. showgirls. But, oh, okay, but I mean even the pool scene itself has lived on in infamy as well. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I don't think I've ever heard anyone reference that Me neither. scene before. Yeah. That was, well, yeah.
0: I think it's just when you say showgirls and people are like pool scene. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I don't. I watched this once before, and I don't know how I don't remember at least that scene. Yeah. <laughs> That was a terrifying orgasm.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so bizarre. I'd remember that. No, and like,
2: yeah, oh my god, the, yeah, yeah, no, oh, but, yep, I, uh, <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm at a loss. But to mm.
0: get back to your point about, like, why this is a cult classic, I guess, you know, there's, there seems to be different types of cult classics or, you know, movies that are, were bad, but people love them for whatever reason. I just, mm-hmm. how how do you think this rates or compares with other cult classic movies?
2: Hmm. Well, I mean, I think the, the thing with a lot of cult classics is you have to like cult classics, and as a genre, I think, and you know, you have to like that kind of thing. And then also, I think there's probably like you have to have some emotional connection to it, um, because if the movie is just bad. You know, there's nothing really, really there. So I personally didn't like this movie at all, and I would not watch it again. Um, and not, and not like it was so bad. It's good, but like it was so bad, I made me sick to my stomach. <laughs> like, well, I was like, Ugh. Yeah, you know, that's you know.
3: the thing with cult movies. You either absolutely love them or you never want to think about them again. Yeah, like, that's what makes them cult movies is that they're mm-hmm. that polarizing. And so yeah, I think the fact that you have such it, a strong polarizing. feeling about it, yeah. that I think confirms I, that. I'm guessing mm-hmm.
0: for you, Isaac, it didn't help that the one decent character, Molly, was the one who had the the terrible assault happen to her. Yeah, yeah I mean, horrible. to be
2: honest, I mean, this is I feel like you could do a whole other podcast that's like more focused on like the gender roles in this movie. Yeah. But uh, I don't want to get way into that because this is just about <laughs> the film. But that was what was most disturbing to me was more right. the portrayal of how women interact with men, how men interact with women, and that this could have been viewed by high school students in 1995, and, like... Oh, it was. Yeah, well, and it certainly was. was. And And that, to me, is very disturbing, because, like, that is, like, oh, so all of, like, some of the, like, shitty people who I see in the city who are, you know, catcalling women or just, like, treating women really poorly... You know, they saw this movie where that was the norm, where all of the male characters didn't. Yeah, yeah. Including, like, the uh, Zach, Zach, the the pool scene guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who was, like, sort of like the main, you know. Or the
0: the club owner that's like, oh, if you want to last more than a week, you have to give me a blowjob. Right. There was not a
2: single guy who was not, like, hitting on the women or, you know. Including the, the the hitchhiker guy. Basically, all the
1: men were profiting off of exploiting the women. Right, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's what that was.
3: But that's interesting though, is because the female characters were pretty strong in their own right. You know, like none. The, the females in the movie weren't portrayed as weak, but the women did objectify the just the, the men objectified the hell out of them. So mm-hmm. that was kind of a bizarre yeah
0: if there is one credit i will give this movie is so it did pass what's that the bechdel test, bechdel where, test yeah. yeah it does pass that because there is a scene that has two women that talk about something other than men yeah it, it is it, dog food it was dog, dog food, food dog nice. but it counts <laughs> it <Yep>. counts <laughs> nice so counts. i mean there's you know there's more i guess more critically acclaimed movies that can't say that yeah. well so, and like the bechdel
2: test food. is kind of like it's just a I don't know. I mean, it, it's not like approving that like this movie is pro women or something. No, 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 no <laughs> it's just no. like it's, it's a basic a effect, very basic, a statement of,
3: see, uh, basic uh, floor. Of, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, but it, it well, is how that is it exactly? It's right.
0: well, but I mean, when you think about movies in general, it's mm-hmm. like there are a lot of movies that don't even pay, uh, pass that basic standard. So. I no. guess go shut up for at least that. Yeah.
1: Some of these are really good. And don't don't pass it. This one was really bad and did. So go figure. Right. <laughs> yeah.
3: And it also had some of the worst characters I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally.
0: Has anyone been to Vegas before? I, I haven't. I haven't. No.
2: I have flown out of there on a plane, uh, it but that's count. doesn't count. You know. All right. Wow. Well, you were going to be in a, a few minutes. No one has been to Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> Oh well Does so I guess not have a lot of appeal to me. I yes, don't know. Can't I can not write like that. I don't gamble, so there you go. Yeah, yeah exactly. I went to a, a comedy show last week and one of the bits the guy said was he went to a bachelor party in Vegas and he said it's got um something to appeal to idiots in every uh economic class. So you have like stuff for like poor idiots, stuff for rich idiots, <laughs> like that's what Vegas is for. Like it brings us all together, you know.
0: Sounds good. All right, so I think we probably should start getting wrapped up. Um, so just to start, uh, does anyone have any general movie or other recommendations to uh, like shows to check out, movies to check out?
3: Yeah, uh, there was one I saw on Netflix in indie called uh, I don't I don't feel at home in this world anymore, hmm. and it's with uh, I forget her name, but she's one of the sisters from Ever After, and uh, and it's got uh, Elijah Wood in it too. Hmm. And it's about a woman who um, <clears throat> gets pretty much walked all over in her life, and she gets robbed, and she uh, pretty much snaps at that point. And she comes across Elijah Wood, who was her neighbor. And Elijah Wood and her basically kind of extract vengeance on the people that took her stuff. Uh, she ends up finding it, and she ends up finding the people that those people work for and uh confronting them and it's uh it, it gets pretty kind of dark and gruesome at times huh. but uh, hmm. it was a it was a really well-made movie that was very interesting
2: hmm. cool um something that uh, I really liked recently was uh, the uh, 16th or 13th rather 13th um, mm-hmm. on Netflix which is a documentary um, about basically uh the american prison system and race and it talked about race in a way that i thought was very interesting and something that i hope more people can see it is heavy so do not watch it as a date movie or something <laughs> um but i highly recommend you watch That's... it i felt it was very edifying
0: what's that episode of seinfeld where they like go see schindler's list or something yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. no no a... <laughs>
1: Uh, I watched The Handmaiden last night that's mm. uh, Chan Wook Park I think who also did Old Boy and mm. Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance no, uh, that's
0: a different.
1: I think it's a different Oh, sorry, that it's, it's a movie that, it's a standalone movie called The Handmaiden mm. mm-hmm. I think it just came out ar- earlier last <clears throat> year or like late last year um, it's it's kind of a, a crime story it's told in like three parts part one part two and part three and it the first part seems very straightforward, and then with part two, you realize that the first part wasn't quite as straightforward as it appeared. Hmm. And it's just a really interesting, and only way to tell a story, but it's very engaging. Um, and the the two women are uh, end up as, as lovers, and it was way more interesting than Showgirls. <laughs> 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 way, way better, way more done. I thought it was a little gratuitous, but uh-huh. at the same time, it was... Much better executed than than that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I feel better about watching that now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'm just going to go the complete opposite direction and talk about mindless entertainment. Because <laughs> why not? Um, recently, I started catching up on Quantico, <laughs> which is a really bad TV show. Um, but it stars uh, Priyanka Chopra. And she plays, uh, she's like this FBI, CIA agent that seems to attract terrorist attacks. It's like, a. Ter- she happens to be always within 10 feet of a terrorist attack. I don't know why they just don't put her in a bubble or something. Hmm. Like
2: Jack bauer he kind of,
0: 24? Yeah, it's, the format was like, she got recruited for the FBI, and they show, they do these flashbacks of like, so the present time is this like massive terrorist attack, and they're trying to figure out who did it. But then they're flashing back to the training program and then they did one with her joining like a secret cooperative unit of the CIA and there was a yet another terrorist attack so they did the same format where there's like a terrorist attack in present time and it's really complicated. It doesn't wow. make sense. But Priyanka <laughs> Chopra's hair is on point the entire time. So and everyone, all the females' hair and makeup are like amazing. And I'm like, I can't even do my hair and I have all the time in the world. So again, it's not like a super great show. Um, but it's it's like fun for like
2: There's something to be said for fun.
0: It's it's can't be fun. Yeah. Um but I seriously I think Priyanka Chopra's on the upswing, so we'll we'll see. She's going to be in the upcoming Baywatch movie, so we'll see how that oh, goes. Oh,
2: <laughs> God!
1: Moving up in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Speaking of so bad it's good, we'll see. We'll see how how good or bad that movie is.
1: Yeah. Have any of you seen Turbo Kid? No. Nope. It's. I think it's still on Netflix. It, it's. It's definitely so bad it's good, but it knows it's bad, so it's done in a way that it's just completely over the top and ridiculous hmm. people's arms get cut off and oh, okay. spews fountains of blood and you know it, it knows it's ridiculous mm-hmm. it's like the, the kid i think has like a bmx bicycle it's kind of 80-ish themed uh i forget how it all works out but michael ironsides is in it you can't go wrong with michael ironsides <laughs> <laughs> as the villain of course um But it's just him and this android woman that he happens across. uh, Just so it's like Westworld, kind of. No, (laughs) (laughs) sounded exactly like Westworld. (laughs) Not like that at all. Okay, (laughs) but it it just knows that it's intentionally bad, and it's well executed. It's definitely worth watching.
0: I guess. Well, uh, to deviate us for a second, um, what do you think about shows or you know films like that that? know they're bad and they're like intentionally trying to be bad versus stuff like showgirls or even like rocky horror picture show that they're not trying to be bad it just <laughs> kind of happens that way it, it,
1: it, there's a fine line um sometimes like i think um, birdemic i think is a good example i have not seen it but i've heard of it and the director made a sequel but he kind of he still kind of knew what he was doing. Like he tried to be intentionally funny, I think. Uh, At least that's what I've heard. And it just didn't work out quite as well as when he was just making something, you know, straight. Hmm. (laughs) Um, So there's, there's a fine line. If, if it can be executed well, it can be very entertaining and very funny. Uh, But if it's not executed well, it's just bad, like, and not worth watching. (laughs) But at least, you know, with Showgirls, I didn't feel like turning it off. Yeah, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like watching a train wreck. I couldn't stop yeah. watching. I was way too
3: confused to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, I'm in this now. I don't know what's happening. My head hurts.
2: Yeah, maybe it'll it make, make sense this. in the next five minutes. To give you said like, <laughs> I what know was, it won't, but will <laughs> it? Yeah. What was good about it is it to me it wasn't boring. Like it it wasn't it wasn't like oh god I hope this ends soon. Mm-hmm. It just it just was.
0: What's going on (laughs) Unpleasant Yeah it's like It just makes
2: you want to Take a shower now (laughs) Um but
0: Got you Any other final thoughts? Is there any projects Or Twitter Or anything Anyone wants to plug?
3: Mm -hmm. I tweet I don't know Sure go for it (laughs) Alright I'm at home underscore halfway Uh You can follow me if you want I don't care. <laughs> that
0: works. Anyone else?
1: Michael's got the jokes. <laughs> the jokes. I guess. <laughs> got
0: it. All right. Well, if you're interested in following Film Punch on Twitter, our, our handle is at Um If you also, if you want, you can also email us. Our email is filmpunch at gmail.com. If you have any feedback or um, ideas for future movies that you'd like us to film punch. Um, I think coming up later in April, we're doing Samurai Cop, right? Yep. All right. Well, that should be fun. (laughs) (laughs) I look forward to that. And we'll catch you next time. So, George.